Welcome to Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. I'm your lead investigator on this case, Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Every episode is an investigation where you and I explore true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. We discuss the cases, share information, no chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. Now, grab your crime scene kit, a notebook, and your favorite hat. This is Best True Crime Podcast. Good afternoon, this is Judith Yates. I just woke up to the horrible news of a mass shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. My thesis and later dissertation was focused on mass shootings in schools. Uh, We call them school shootings if it occurs on the grounds of a uh, place of education. But what we know so far about the shooting in Nashville, it occurred at the Covenant School, which is a private Christian elementary school. The school is housed in the same building as a church. So it is a private elementary school. On duty that day, typically would be 209 students and 40 to 45 staff members. And the school caters to preschool through sixth graders. Or because the school is a private school, they would not have security in place, which would not have made a difference, and that will be discussed in a moment. It is the 128th mass shooting in the United States for this year, and we're only into March 2023. So why is that? Why so many? We'll discuss that dynamic in just a moment. This is what we know about the perpetrator thus far. It's about 2 o'clock p.m. on the 27th of March, the day of the shooting. The call came in at 10.13 a.m. The shooter is guessed to be in her teens. They haven't uh, identified her at this time. And yes, she is a female. Now, this is very, very rare. 98% of school shooters in the United States are male. The shooter was armed with two assault rifles and a handgun. This is typical of school shooters. They will often, what you could call overcompensate with many, many rounds of ammunition, flak jackets, uh, assault rifles, handguns, etc. She entered a side entrance and started shooting on the first floor and moved up to the second. Thus far, we've lost three students and three adults, which the total is seven dead, as the shooter was exchanging fire with law enforcement and is deceased. We don't know if that's by suicide or if it is by the hands of law enforcement. One officer was injured in the hand due to cut glass, it's a non-fatal injury, and by 10.27 a.m., the shooter was deceased. So that is, what, less than, less than 15 minutes all of this occurred, and again, that's also typical. The news is going to cover everything that occurred. They'll get scoops on who was injured, who was lost, the perpetrator herself, because this is such a rare incident. It's going to make headlines for a while, I would guess. Let's discuss the dynamics of the event. 
we need to know what law enforcement says. Judgment and speculation are going to explode into rumor and innuendo, which is going to sorely affect the truth. And because of social media, it's, it's just going to go wild with the he said, she said, and then religion is going to be thrown into it, and then the gun laws. Those are two of the most sensitive subjects in the United States. How could we have, you know, how could we have known we had no idea? Well, first of all, there is no profile for a school slash mass shooter, and there is no one to look for. You know, some time ago when Columbine uh, made headlines, everyone put together this profile of a school shooter, and years later we discover that that profile is, is out the window. To make things easier, I'm going to call this a school shooting versus a mass shooting. This is a reactive society, and we are not a proactive society, which is part of the issue. We wait for bad things to happen before we stand around and say, oh my God, bad things happen. One of my favorite lines from a movie is from Cold Mountain, where the character Ruby Dees says of the Civil War, they made the storm and then they stood around and said, oh shit, it's raining. So what we need to do in addition to candlelight vigils and prayers and, you know, headlines we need to be proactive here. We need to be educated on why these things occur. And perhaps that can help these things from occurring because we are never going to stop crime, folks. We're never going to stop crime because it's a part of our society. It's a part of our DNA. And we're never going to protect schools 110%. We can lock our doors. We can have security. We can do pat downs of first graders. It's not going to happen. What we need to think about is why these things occur. School shootings and attacks date back to the 1800s, so this is not a new phenomenon. It is a tragedy, and I do want you to understand that I do understand that, and I do feel so badly for those who were harmed, and that includes the school, the students, the families, the town, the city, the state, the nation. It's a terrible thing to happen. I have to look at this through a criminologist's eyes to, to make sense of it. So if I sound indifferent or if I sound cold-blooded, it's certainly not intended. You know, I'm a victim's advocate 100%. And that's why I want to focus on prevention and education. We need to also consider that there are thousands of schools across the United States where nothing occurred. It was a normal school day, no guns, no shooting, no threats, no lives lost. We are a knee-jerk society. We read about one of these shootings and right away we yank our kids out of school or we surround it with, you know, surround the school with barbed wire and cops and have shooter drills and then be sad because we have to have shooter drills. This is a phenomenon and that's why it makes the news. No headlines are going to jump out at you or special broadcasts that say, today in this school absolutely nothing happened. This is not a gun law problem. This is not a religion problem. We are never going to be able to shake hands and agree on the gun issue, on the religion issue. This is a mental illness treatment problem. I would guess that somewhere along the line, this girl that took a gun into a school and began shooting had some mental health issues that could have, should have been addressed.
And school shooting has turned into a copycat crime. When, when I hear of a public shooting or school shooting, I say to myself, okay, well, the next one will be in a few days. That's a sad fact of life, but it's the truth. They are copycat shootings. Look what Columbine did to the nation. We acted as if that's the first time we ever heard about people taking guns or weapons into a public place, notably a school, and shooting students. And it sort of snowballed from there. Why a school? Well, first of all, the victims are innocent. They're not going to fight back. They're just going about their day. So they're a very easy target. So along with being a very easy target, it's the notoriety. They put the two perpetrators of Columbine on the cover of Time magazine twice. When you say Columbine, you don't think of the school or the community or you don't think of the farm equipment. You think of the school shooting. The perpetrator probably had some, again, some sort of mental illness left untreated, maybe behavior disorder as well. I'm going to go over possibilities of school shootings using this as a template. This individual most likely had anger at some kind of issue. Maybe it was political. Maybe it was against the education system. Nonetheless, this person was very angry at something, someone. Spree shootings have several quote-unquote reasons. Now, we will never know the true why of crime. We will never know the true reason of crime simply because that doesn't exist. But we can say this is possibly why this individual took up a gun, walked into a school. Some sort of anger at an issue. Sometimes that's political. Uh, there have been school shooters that opened gunfire because they didn't like the way people were uh, people of a certain color were treated versus people of another color, or they wanted to make some kind of political statement, or they wanted to do something about what the state of the world was in, and they've decided this is the best way to make my point. This person could have suffered multiple losses, and they just built and built and built. I lost my job. The car won't start. The spouse is leaving me. I'm losing my children. And it builds and builds until it has to explode. Look at Charles Whiteman, who opened gunfire some time ago at the University of Texas's tower. This person may have been trying to make some sort of a statement. And that will take some time to sort out. And then when we do find out what their goal was, everyone will stand around and say, well, I'm mad at such and such, but I don't open fire. That's because everybody is wired differently. And that's a whole other podcast altogether. Or perhaps they wanted to commit suicide, but they couldn't bring themselves to do it. So they did what we call suicide by cop. And what's the easiest way besides just walking up to an officer and raising a gun they are making a statement. They are going after innocence, and now they're doing suicide by cop. And understand, all of this can be interchanged. Or maybe there's two reasons here, or maybe a dozen reasons, but nonetheless. Or it was a domestic dispute, and the victims were what we call collateral damage. An angry spouse that walks into a building and begins opening fire and then heads for the person they feel has spurned them or divorced them or what have you. This doesn't seem to be the case in this shooting. 
in Nashville, but we're going to stand aside and wait for more information. Because it's a religion-based school, it doesn't necessarily mean that this school shooting had anything to do with religion. Convenience often plays a factor in school shootings. I'm going to do something terrible. It's going to be bad. It's building and building and building. I'm going to head toward the place where people can't fire back. But it could be just a, a convenience factor in addition to all of these other reasons or some of these other reasons. So as a criminologist and an expert on school shootings, this is my take on this event that occurred today in Nashville. I send light out to those parents who lost their children because for them that was just going to be another day. Drop off the kids, make arrangements to pick up later, thinking dinner, thinking soccer practice, you know, all of these different dynamics going on. And then you get the phone call that there's been a shooting and your child has been identified. Or there's been a shooting and no one has been identified, but there is loss of life. That is a terrible, terrible thing to occur in someone's family because no one ever says, oh, that's going to happen to me one day. No one ever thinks they're going to be the victims of a crime or the survival uh, or the surviving victims of a crime. So what we need to do as a organization, as a city, as a state, as a nation, is we need to talk about how we're treating mental illness in this country. Perhaps if we had better resources and financial assistance for those with mental illness, we could prevent such tragedies. I truly believe we could. I want you to think about how someone with mental illness who has no resources, they have no money, maybe they're on some sort of disability that's keeping them day to day to day. And the mental illness is building and building and building. Now, a resource, sure, they're out there, but how long of a waiting list is there to get help? Someone who is affected by severe mental illness is not going to have time to say, okay, I've got an appointment next month on the 16th at 5 p.m. That's not going to happen because that person's problems are building and no medication is, is exasperating the problem. Plus the fact that someone that is that deeply depressed or schizophrenic or some sort of disorder, they don't see the world the same as we do. And when you're in that deep, dark pit, light is almost impossible to see. So we've got loss of time. We've got loss of energy, loss of resources. And it just builds and builds and builds. We have a lot of folks out there that are suffering mental illness, behavior disorders, sometimes both. We need to focus on how we can help those people and what we can do. Because before we hear another school shooting headline, we really need to think about how we're treating people in this society. I'm Judith Yates with Best to Crime Books, Games, and Videos, LLC. This is the podcast, Best True Crime. Please be safe out there. Hey listeners, my name is Judith A. Yates. Like so many of you out there, I have suffered from depression and I have been suicidal. I've also been the victim of discrimination. 
but there is help out there. You can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. That is the crisis text line. You can connect with a crisis counselor, and it's free 24-7 support right there at your fingertips. Here's how it works. You text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741 from anywhere in the United States, anytime, and a live-trained crisis counselor receives the text and will respond. It's a secure online platform. Crisis counselor can help you with gun violence, coronavirus, anxiety, eating disorder, depression, suicide. Give them a text at 741-741. They also say habla español and they are GLBT friendly. So don't sit alone and don't do anything dangerous to yourself or others. Please, there is hope out there and there is help. Be safe out there. Thank you for joining me on this investigation, exploring true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. This is Best True Crime Podcast. No chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. I do hope you will subscribe. This podcast runs off donations only. You can drop us a donation, $35 or more, and I'll send you a signed book. Just go to www.besttruecrime.com. My name is Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Thank you for joining me on Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Be safe out there.